First and foremost, where did you grow up and when did you start playing lacrosse? Um, I grew up in Downward, Delaware. I started playing lacrosse about like eight or nine years ago. Okay. It was either like baseball or lacrosse for me and like my family played baseball and I was like, yeah, I'm not sitting out in the sun. So like I picked up <laughs> lacrosse. I was kind of, you know, decent at it right. for a couple of years. Got a little better, like bounce around a couple like travel teams and, um, you know, found my way up to Mad Lags so in the future, you know? Yeah. So um, I know you mentioned your family played baseball. Did uh, did you have a group of friends that played lacrosse or were you the first one to, to uh, really pick up the stick? Um, around like my friend group, I was like one of the first ones to pick up lacrosse in like my area, but then later like they came on and then, you know, that's how that went. So your area in general is just not big into the sport and you, you kind of started to like, I guess, get people around you inspired and start playing. Yeah. Like my area is like, you know, it's not the biggest, um, not a lot of, you know, a lot of D1 talent comes out of that area. Um, so like, you know, you gotta get people like, like what's lacrosse? Like, no, nah. like, <laughs> like they looked at me like I was like weird or crazy for playing lacrosse. Huh. You know, that's what it, you know, that's that area is just not big for lacrosse and everything that's, like that. That's what it takes with lacrosse. I know with, uh, with my town, I, our, our high school didn't really start a team till probably a couple years before I got there and I graduated in 2015. So it, it's not, it's not very old. Yeah. It's kind of crazy to see, like, you know, obviously you have your, your general areas that have always had lacrosse, but. As it branched out, it really took a few people to like champion the sport and start to grow it kind of from there and get other people inspired. Otherwise, I don't think we'd be where we're at with the sport. Yeah, most you know? definitely. Um, so as you were coming up, you're playing football, you're playing lacrosse. Did you always play football as well? Yeah, since I was like seven. Okay, gotcha. So, so football was first. Yeah. No, actually, to be honest, basketball was first. Okay. But I hated basketball too. Huh. You um, hated I, basketball? Yeah, it just wasn't fun for me. I played like three sports. I, and then, like, I I stopped playing basketball, like, my eighth grade year. Yep. Right, yeah. right around I did. Wow. So, all right. So, you're at one point, you're playing three sports, and you're not liking basketball. What was, like, your final, like, you know what? I need to focus on, on two sports. This is too much. Was it just you just not liking basketball anymore? No. It was more, you know, as a young kid, you're like, you don't know nothing about burning out. You just want to go, go, go. Yeah. And um, I was playing all these sports and doing all these events. And then, like, my eighth grade year and then that eighth grade leading up to ninth, like, um, I had got injured, like, from an overuse injury from not having much of a break. Yeah. Now, yeah, I got to cut it. Like, I got to cut basketball. <laughs> I missed, like, a game or two for football my freshman year. All right, so as you're getting up to high school, you started at, what, Del Mar, correct? Yeah, I started at Del Mar High School. So you started off there. You, you started, out obviously, playing football your freshman year. When did you start to look around and go, you know what, I think I want to make a move here? Was that more of a lacrosse decision or just both sports? 100% lacrosse. Because okay. um, since my dad was a football coach, like me and him knew like my film would be good enough uh, to go D1 out of my school. But I was like, like Dad, like I'm getting locked off as an 8th grade, ninth grader because I played varsity at 8th grade at my school. I was getting locked off, like, from the beginning of games and stuff like that, scoring, like, eight or nine goals, games, like, and still losing. And, like, I was Sheesh. like, I'm not getting better at, like, <laughs> getting beat the hell up every game. And, like, it was just wearing on me. So about my uh, 10th grade year, I was like, Dad, like, this – like, I'm playing elite level in the summer and then coming down in the spring. It's not helping me. It's not going to prepare yeah. me for college. Yeah. So one of the coaches, Matt Marriott, had helped me, you know, venture out. And that's how I landed up transferring. That, that, that's a, I mean, that's 
shows a little maturity right there, being able to make that decision at, like, at the age you're at, realizing, um, you know, if you want to play at the next level, you got to play at that level in high school. Yeah. So that's, a, that's, that's a very mature mature decision, leaving. So was that, that transition, was that tough, leaving your old high school? Oh, man, it was uh, really tough. Because my family, I don't know if any of you come from small towns, and, like, small towns, you know, everybody, there's big names yep. wrapped around. My family is really wrapped around my school, and they're like, yeah, he's not leaving, he's not leaving, like. <laughs> And then when I left, it was like town. big, like, everybody texts me, like, this, that, and the third. Like, some people supported it, some people didn't. Like, some people showed true colors and stuff. Yeah. Like, that's, that's what, <laughs> what surprised me was the reaction from my football coaches because I thought they would be, like, you know, pissed about it. Yeah. But they understood because my football coaches loved watching me play lacrosse, and they seen the games. I was getting beat the hell up. And mm, yeah. Doing yeah, I mean, good. And they kind of seen it coming, and they still support me to this day. So it's respect to them. And even my lacrosse coach, he was pushing for me to go. Like, <laughs> that's really he, yeah. He's like, get out of here. That's a mature kind of environment. I mean, it could have went a totally different way if you weren't surrounded by people like that. I feel like a lot of the time people have really bad blood if they make a decision like that for themselves. You know, a lot of people get bitter over it. Yeah. So for you, was it McDonough a hundred percent? Were you looking around, kind of talking to different people, or? or Kind of what landed you there? <laughs> um, I started in the D.C. area because, you know, I play for Mad Lex. Yeah. Right. And, like, I was touring, like, Potomac, like, land in schools. Schools in those D.C. areas. Somehow I got wrapped into the MIAA yep. through one of my coaches I named. And then I toured McDonough, and, like, it was just over after that. I was like, holy cow, like, <laughs> like this school is a college campus, like. <laughs> I didn't tour no other in my double A schools. I got in contact with some of the Carroll people, but that was middle school. Yeah. But uh, other than that, yeah, McDonough was a go once I stepped on campus. And I love Coach Hogarten and Sule, like when I toured and visited. So that was a lot. That's awesome. So once you got there, you haven't gotten to play a lacrosse season for them, right? Because of, or did you transfer? We played two games. We played Bullets and Gonzaga. <laughs> How'd that go? Oh, we beat both of them. That's awesome. That was pretty good. So take us through, I mean, for you, obviously, you're you're in your high school career, obviously different than Brandon was, you know, in his fifth year at Penn State during this whole this whole thing. But for you, you get to McDonough, you're obviously starting off hot. You're playing well, I'm assuming. And, you know, to have your season cut short, how'd that affect you kind of mentally? And, you know, moving forward, does it make you appreciate the game a little bit more? Um, Personally... It kind of, you know, it didn't sit what real, sit right with me at first because, like, I don't know if anybody know, like, I had hurt my knee, oh, like man. a knee injury, like, uh, six or seven weeks before like the season, so I was out, I was out, yeah. and then I definitely come back that first game against uh Bullis, I mean Gonzaga, and like I wasn't even full percent, and, like you know, going into the next game against Bullis, like I was finally getting together, yeah, and the next week we're like boom, can't play anymore. I was like, dang, bro. Like, I came here just for lacrosse. Like, I had got rolling, got knocked down again, got rolling and got knocked down again. And it's like, you know, it pissed me off. It sit right with me. Yeah. But I, I talked to my mom, and we're big on religion. So, you know, just prayed about it, you know, stay positive. And I was like, you know what? Like, I'm thankful I got to play because a lot of people that didn't get to play around the country, I was like, all that hard work didn't go to waste because I'll think myself next season, summer season, 
whatever, just thinking, you know, positive, trying to take a lot of stuff away from it, mm-hmm. you know, and just thinking about the seniors and seniors in college and seniors in high school, like, man, like, they waited all their life for this senior year. This is a big year, like a big, like, you know, any college player knows the senior year is a big year for, like, development, getting ready for, you know, freshman year in college. Of course. Absolutely. Like, I was thinking them more than me after the after the fact yeah that that's a that's a very good perspective to have um so i want to bring you to your first day your first practice at mcdonough for lacrosse how how different was that coming from that old school oh oh man it was <laughs> Darren had it, those. <laughs> yeah it, it was a little i was a little nervous to be pr- honest with you. i like i had never been nervous um for lacrosse in my life but seeing like you know the high expectations that were you know put on me some reason I was nervous um but it was fun it was like a you know college style practice yeah. high, fast-paced competition competition is what I love like I was like yo these kids are actually getting after it like these kids are good like it's these like kids game day for practice. yeah yeah you got incoming freshmen eighth graders ninth graders who literally hit the wall every day shoot like three times a week their work ethic was ridiculous yeah no joke and, and I was like I fit in, but I'm not used to having, you know, oh, bro, can we go shoot this, that, and the third? It was always me being solo, and I was like, and that's when I was like, yeah, like, I love this, like, but it was a challenge, though. That was a big thing. Yeah, of course. I mean, you're getting people to push you, and it's only going to make you better and, working that hard every day. And then on top of all that, you have football on the other hand, too, still, and you're, you're obviously, you know, at this point, you're committed to go to Maryland to play both sports. Are you finding it, you know, hard to juggle football I mean, you're, you're committed for both, but it sounds like you're leaning a little bit more towards lacrosse, especially with your decision, obviously, to go to McDonough. Are you able to keep that kind of 50-50, or is one sport getting more attention right now? Um, At the moment, lacrosse is getting more attention right now because you know how lacrosse is. It's like you put your stick down, you might lose. <laughs> you might yeah. lose a little skill, but you can get it back. But that's just a sport you got to maintain and maintain and, like, stay on your, stay on your stuff. So I'm trying to, you know – so it's more like 60-40 with lacrosse and football. But usually I go 50-50, like, you know, try to keep the same. Like, the days I do stuff for lacrosse, I do stuff for football. But right now it's like 60-40 lacrosse because I got a lot of stuff to work on. So, like, during football season, are you keeping the stick in your hand or are you kind of, like, taking the break and focusing, like, solely on football? Or, um, yeah, so t- talk to us about that. <laughs> uh, my coaches be a little pissed off sometimes. Um, I be doing like fall. I had fall ball last year, when when I was at McDonald playing football. Yep. And we had senior practices. Like they didn't want me going to stuff like that, but I was doing it. Um, but this this if we have a season, I'm gonna probably be having my stick in my hand every time I can, like after practice, of course. stuff like that. Cause I don't have time to you know, as soon as we get back to fall ball or spring ball, I'm like oh I gotta get my stick skills right now. Like I gotta hit the ground. Yeah, true that. So now with football, September eighth as we're recording this, what's the deal with you guys right now? Any indication? Or you know, you guys, you'd be getting ready. You'd probably already be playing a game at this point, right? Yeah, we should already been playing. Already done summer camp, and um, but we don't have have no idea what's gonna happen um, for our season. So frustrating. It's either like you know, late fall early winter or spring ball like it's a lot in the air mm-hmm. yeah it's just oh, so they they might put football in the same season as lacrosse holy hell could you imagine thinking about that. yeah 
I already talked to my coaches about that, so it's Friday gonna be, night to Saturday. Yeah, wait. So all right, so let's talk about that. You talked to your coaches about it. if you're able to disclose what are the, what's their take on that? Because you talked about burning out earlier, and this isn't even a mental burnout thing. I mean, how do you stay in good shape playing both sports? It's not in the shape. It's like just the, the yeah, physical. just like everything. So what, what what's their take on it? And what's your take on that? If, if we went through a, a spring double season, what would you do? Um. So the seasons will be close together, but they won't be on top of each other. But like my coaches, um, we talked about it. I was like, I don't know if I would 100% playing. I'm like, think about it. Like I need to be 100% in June when I go to college, college Park. I was like, if I go from January to whenever football is done and then a two-month lacrosse season, then I'm going to go right to um, College Park. I don't know how fresh i'm gonna be like i don't know if i'm gonna be 100 like there's a lot of risk with the injuries doing all that right that'd be wild like thinking about that that'd be wild it's just funny because like you know this is a little bit more on the back end but they're so worried about the safety of everyone then you might put people in a situation where they're playing two varsity sports in the same like it's just i don't know but anyway that's neither here nor there so for you you know with everything that's going on let's put that aside for a second let's talk about before then you're starting to get recruited for both sports. Let's take you back, I don't know, at this point, probably three, four years. You're probably getting recruited pretty early, right? Yeah, I have a story about that one, too. Well, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Please do. We're all ears. So, eighth grade year, um, we had a play day. Madeline's had a play day at the University of Maryland. And, like, I played pretty well in front of the coaches. I think Coach Tillman was there. And... At his time, they were doing, like, the middleman thing, so he would talk to my travel coach, and my travel coach would talk to me, and, like, we set up, like, an unofficial visit, and um, I toured the day with um, IDA Isaiah Davis Allen my eighth grade year, and then a week later, um, the <laughs> recruiting rule came yeah, in. Yeah, of course. And oh, shoot. he couldn't talk to me, but ever since then, I was like, Maryland showed love from the beginning. Like, I mean, I don't feel like I owe coach or anything, but, like, he's just – generally cares about all his players like like he recruited me and like came after me hard so like respect so like that's where I wanted to go so like soon as September first came around it took me like I think four a couple of days but like yeah dad this is where I want to go and pull the trigger oh wow did you get uh did other coaches reach out to you after that September 1st start yeah uh yeah I had a I had a bunch you know I don't want to you know no yeah of course you you don't need to open up so now, just so I'm clear, because obviously I've never been in this situation. When you said, all right, I'm going to Maryland, was that I'm going to Maryland to play lacrosse and then football came later? Like, I'm going to play football too? Or was that you talked to both coaches at that point and you, you knew? Um, so I had no idea about the lacrosse thing. So, I mean, the football thing. Yeah, okay, I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no idea about the football thing. So I was like, yeah, I committed, committed for the lacrosse. And then, like, mid-season – football season like I was playing really well like consistent putting up numbers and I got an offer from Maryland I was like all right like what am I gonna do like this is my dream to play you know football across in college and I was like talking to my dad about it I was like man that would be crazy if I did that huh and a week later like coach Lockson you know called me and was like you're officially committed for two sports and that moment I was like yeah like it's real like Everything is falling in the line and everything like that. That's pretty damn cool, man. Yeah. So have you, like, started – obviously, it's it's not that far away at this point for you. Have you started to, to kind of look into 
what your days are going to be like when you get on campus being a two-sport athlete and, and you know, at a major Big Ten Division One school. Have you started to look into that or right now is your focus on high school and, and everything like that and finishing it up? I just want to, like, tell y'all something before. Like, McDonough <laughs> is going to prepare me for anything that comes my way at Maryland. Yeah. Like, there's the schedule we have and the amount of workload and, like, how – we got practices and workouts all the time. Like, as soon as I hit college park, it's going to be harder. Like, of course, everything's going to be harder. But it's going to be easier for me to adjust. Like, I've been thinking about it. Like, yeah, I'm not going to have the most time. I'm going to have morning workouts, this, that class, you know, have to study, have to do something for lacrosse or the opposite sport. But this is going to be a constant cycle, and I know that. Like, I got to be mentally tough enough as soon as I hit hit the college park. So that's a little thing that I've been thinking about. Of course. Um, so bef- let's take athletics out of it. What, what were you looking for in a school when you were getting recruited? Um, I would say like a diverse, um, not too big, diverse, not too big, um, the right major for me. Mm-hmm. What do you major right, in? Uh, I'm going to try to computer science. Cool. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Nice. Um, so you made sure that the schools that you like of your top on your, on the top of your list had that, had that major, wasn't too big, um, close to home. Yeah, fairly close to home. I don't, I don't want to leave like the, the East Coast side because you know, it's just I'm comfortable around here. That's just me. Like, I'm not a big city type of guy. Yeah, like, of course. I'm from, I'm from the country. You been to Delaware? I'm from there. Like, right. it's kind of side and you know, quiet. But I felt like College Park was like a real good feel for me. I mean, even though I didn't really visit many other schools other than like Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Still wild. So. <laughs> So for you, you're looking at it now. And, and just so we know, do you have any guys that you played with in either sport that are going to be coming along with you playing either football or lacrosse? Or I don't think anyone else is playing both. But any of your, your buddies that you know right now that are going to be incoming freshmen with you? Uh, Zach Whittier. Awesome. My like Yep. Um, so for you guys, like obviously you guys are, are pumped. Do you feel like as you play together and you know as you're looking forward that – it's going to help you that much more to have someone you're comfortable with kind of in the trenches with you when you get there? Oh, most definitely. You always need that guy or that circle of people that, you know, you're going to go through war with and everything like that. And I don't know if you know Zach, but he's a hard-working kid. Like, he has grit, and he matches me and worth ethic. So me and him are going to go with him four years. It's going to be a fun time. So is this a Madlax teammate or a McDonough teammate? Uh, Madlax. Madlax. So what's it like playing on that team? Because obviously McDonough's, you know, we've talked about that, but that Madlax team that you're on is just unbelievable. What's that like? Man, it's just it's just so relaxing, if I can say <laughs> Like, all my years I played with Madlax, it's like us team was like family. Like, we can laugh and have fun and play games. It never became too serious where it wasn't fun anymore. Like, this is the most fun team I ever played for. Like, even when we were losing, like, Previous years, like, we lost games, like, to teams that we shouldn't have lost to. We beat teams that we shouldn't have beat. Like, mm-hmm. in those moments, like, we always stayed close, and it was fun. And, like, as you can see over the years, the same players grow and grow. And it's just, like, you know, like, wow, like, look this kid's doing. Look what I'm doing. Like, look how we're playing together. Like, it took us about four or five years to actually play together and put everything together and win. And that's what happened. So the the majority of those kids on that Madlax team, you guys have come up pretty much since the beginning. 
Um, most. There's a core of guys that came up through the beginning. But, like, over the years, we trickled more players and more players. But they're still not one year, two years. There's, like, three to four-year players that have been on our team. So we have a lot of chemistry. It's interesting. I mean, I always get questions from parents about how important having a relationship with the club coach, with having a good club team means to getting recruited to, to play in college. Like, can you speak a little bit more to uh, with your relationship with your club coach, the, the Mad Lax director? Um, how important is that to, to getting recruited? Oh, it's big time. I I wouldn't have been as, you know, I feel like I would have been good, but I don't know if I would have been as out there if I didn't play for Mad Lax under Cabo Maddox and Matt Marriott and all these coaches I played for. Like, them two, like, they really helped a lot. Like, their names and their connections, the way they can talk to coaches, you know, like, even help you with practices and games mm-hmm. and giving you real-life talks outside of lacrosse, like. So it's they, more than just seeing him on the on the summer weekend. Yeah, right. There's a lot yeah. of clubs like that, man. I mean, not so much down in that area, but um, you're seeing different pockets around the country that are getting so saturated with. It, it's just not the same, right? It's not that experience like you're talking about, where people are having fun playing as a team. It's it's one on one club ball, and um, you know, obviously, you didn't get to deal with that. You had a, a way better experience, but you can understand how frustrating that could be for a lot of guys. Most definitely, you know. So besides them getting your name out and Eddie uh, Eddie Martin getting your name out with these videos, right? Um, what else for you helped in the recruiting process? I mean, was it just having an unbelievable work ethic and you know that obviously transferring to the field, or what else helped you kind of get the ball rolling there? Oh, there's a lot of things that is it's a confusing you know aspect of across the recruitment process. Like you, of course, you got to have the skills and all that stuff that the coaches see. But they look for little things, like if you celebrate with your teammates, if um, you pout after you mess up. Like, they they want to see when stuff gets rough or, like, these little things that you don't think when nobody's watching. They, they want to see those. So you can be a complete player but have a terrible attitude and do all these things. But you got to work on, like, other stuff than your game, of course. Your game has to be the number one thing. Mm-hmm. Um, having a good spot, the – platform like a team or showcases um being able the ability to have two hands being a diverse player your athleticism speed strength mm-hmm. all stuff like that gets you recruited but yeah so i got a question um i usually i, I ask kids in your position um because i think it's important that other kids kind of learn from your story um so is there ever been a time when you can't you've come to a crossroads where you're like you know what i might not want to play in college i might just want to be just, just go to school for just like a just a regular student. Is that that did that ever come up in your mind um, when you're in this process of trying to get recruited, trying to play at the next level? So yeah, if you could speak to that. Um, it didn't come up when I got recruited because I was, you know, how in life when you're on highs, like you get nervous, like you're like, oh, something bad about to happen, something bad about that. <laughs> yeah. Right. After that summer where I blew up, um, I took a little time off, you know. I told you, you got to stay on your game. And I felt like I plateaued a little bit, and that's crazy coming from me. I plateaued a little bit, and I wasn't playing like how I wanted to. You know, I was going through mental stuff, which is a real thing. Yeah, <laughs> so really going through a mental battle, I was like, yo, is this for me? Like, like, um, like, what do people think when I play? Like, all those things, when you don't play a good game, like, I got a target on my back every game. It's a, the other team trying to stop me. Mm-hmm. And, like, yep. I got to my head, like, I had the mental battles with myself. I was like, man, like, is it really worth doing all this? Like, 
like, I don't even know if I got it anymore, but like in even that injury the in the spring, like I had just got rolling, just getting out of those situations, start playing free and not nervous. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that performance anxiety, for some reason I developed, like, I was like, man, like, is this, <laughs> is this really for me? But then I got through it, my mom and God and stuff like that. Of course. But yeah, players all go through those moments. Just, you don't know when, like, yeah. So you just got to stay mentally tough and prepared and stay on your game. That's, that's what's going to take away from what I just told you. And, and a lot of people don't realize how big of that or how big of the mental game, you know, plays into the physical game. I think so many people coming up at the end of the day, I mean, when you committed, you were how old? Mm, I was 16. Yeah. So you're still a kid. I mean, it, it, for all intents and purposes, yes, you're a young man, but you know, that's a lot of pressure and that does start to weigh. So to hear that you were able to get through that by, you know, using your faith and having, you know, your family around you is definitely important. And I think that that's really, you know, special for younger kids to hear as well. Yeah. You know, anything else? Uh, no, yeah, I'm just at, in, at school. We used to call that outside noise. We used to call it even poison um, to be specific. But yeah, that's something you'll, you'll coach. I'm sure will harp on when you get to, when you get to college. I mean, playing for big time programs, your name being shouted everywhere, talked about everywhere. I mean, you just got to be able to drown out that noise and be able to focus on what you can control. So it's, I think that's very interesting. I think that's a, it's a pretty cool story to hear about, though. 100%. So, Dante, you're, you're obviously getting ready here. You're, you know, finishing up your last year of school. What would you say to the next generation of not just lacrosse guys, but dual sport athletes that are they're coming up and they're, you know, thinking, I don't know what's next in the future. Right now I'm just trying to, I guess, play. But what would you say to those guys? I would just say <laughs> – Keep your head down and keep pumping, man. Like, whatever you want to do, whatever you are happy with, like, just keep rolling. If lacrosse makes you happy, whatever your sport makes you happy, like, playing these two sports makes you happy, like, keep playing. Like, love the game at that, at that part. Like, you don't want to, you know, stress about this game and make yourself not happy with it anymore because this is not going to be fun. Like, you see those kids that, like, play all their life, get pushed all their life, and then they get to, you know, last year's of high school or college, and they don't want to play anymore. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they don't enjoy the game anymore. So I just want to say, like, enjoy the game, have fun, watch the cross, like, you know, make connections. That's a big thing with lacrosse is connections. Connections. Yeah. Know everybody. Like, I know people from California, Georgia, Canada. Like, I know people from all over the country because of this sport. Like, and that's just, you know, the love of the game. Yeah, that's true. All right, man. Well, we're wishing you best of luck. You, uh, you obviously have us in your corner moving forward, and uh, we'd love to at some point, you know, get out to a game and maybe see you after and, and get to talk to you out there. But um, for real, with both sports, man, best of luck to you. Yeah. Good luck, man. Enjoy the enjoy your last year of uh, high school too. Yeah. Hopefully, you actually get a football season in the fall. Nice to meet you. Later. Peace.